is a journey into science. What is it all about? Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Sound Scientific. We're coming at you hot with a, another casual spin-off. And um, someone recently said to me, they're like, oh, spin-off as in like a spider web. And I was like, oh, my God. No, but yes. No, but yes. I feel oh. like we need to just set the scene of how we are at the moment. Oh, my God, true. We're sitting in the podcast room always and pretty much matching jumpsuits. Oh, my God. Mine's yeah. like navy blue with all these frivolous flowers on it and Abel's is like pinstriped. Pinstriped. Red and white. We're on brand. We're, we're, we're in the same yep. colour theme. It's just It matches our personality. So well. Yours is like neat, tidy <laughs> stripes, no fl- flares, and I'm like big sleeves, flowers. <laughs> and we've had an espresso martini. So Friday, sunny afternoon. Yep, and we are having a cocktail evening tonight with um, another member of our lab. So excited. So we're having a competition of um, we're each making our own cocktail. So, so excited. Yay. We'll put some visual aids on. We'll put some visual aids for sure. (laughs) So Gemma was mentioning that because she is up to date in our ongoings with our studies, but a lot of people will have no idea. And so she gave the great idea of um, doing a wee update on where we're at with our um, PhDs, and what a more there could not be a more perfect time to do this because I, t- as of today, is a confirmed PhD student. Woo-hoo! So good. Um, so in the process of becoming a PhDer, you do one year in, you do a PhD confirmation, which is a big um, written portfolio, and then an oral presentation, and you give it to a panel of people that are in the same school, but um not directly the same discipline as you and so um, I had an incredible panel my chair and my um, my chair and my examiner are both incredible um, female experts in their field Um, absolutely love them it was a um, it was so it was such a fun experience absolutely nerve-wracking and terrifying but also very exciting at the same time so they're basically what you do is Louie um, come on rookie come you work for a year and then they assess if you've done enough yep. research and if you have enough to go on to complete a PhD because in the past people would like get to the nearly three year mark which is when you're meant to be finished and they're like oh we don't actually have enough data and they're like well fuck <laughs> like three so, years and they also so I had to like you've been talk about worthy. yep so I've had to like talk about each of my chapters and make sure they were worthy and well thought out and um, actually got so much good feedback and I'm definitely going to change some of my experimental designs and things like that um, so absolutely so good so I am at this point looking into jumping spider attention it's not even like characteristics anymore um, and but I'm also using machine learning techniques but I've had to like restructure like three of my chapters how are you good um, what have I been doing? I have finished my, well, before we went to Perth, I finished up my jumping spider with drugs, marijuana study, Yep. which is so exciting. Yep. That was probably the hardest I've worked for an experiment because I was like, this is the one I care about the most. So yep. I was like, I'm going to make sure I have a massive sample size. I'm going to just test so thoroughly. I just yep. put in like so much effort to that. And then recently I've just finished analyzing the data, which is a 
I still need to show you oh my, my God, spreadsheet. You still, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Oh, my God, um, I'm so excited. And basically, because every time you analyse, you're sort of like, oh, yeah, that model, like, is okay, and you try a bunch of different things. Like, yeah. what if we make the cutoff point at, you know, 40 trials instead of 80 trials to just look at the first part of the, the tests and all the stuff you can do. But I just, like, laid it out in Excel so it was super clear and I could nice. actually compare everything. It was, it was incredible anyway. Um, and so it looks like so far that when they – so what I did is I had the jumping spiders – when they were high or had been given marijuana, don't know yep. if they're going to get high, had been given marijuana, and then I also tested the same spiders with just the vehicle, so yep. what the marijuana was sitting in, um, and then also with just a control of water to see, is it the marijuana, is it something that else was in with the marijuana, or yep, because um, is Bonnie's it not different to water? Bonnie's not sitting there literally with tiny joints for spiders. She has to, like, give it to them orally within, like, a mixture yep. that they put the THC in. So an important part of it is actually testing each of those things individually to make sure that it's not something else that they're responding yep. that's creating the different response. Yeah, and it's a within-subject design, which means that every spider gets the water, the vehicle, and the THC, and they see the same sort of stimulus movie um, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Um, but it looks like so far that they are more responsive when it comes to THC, which we didn't... We thought they would drop off. So we're measuring how, how, how much they respond to, like, a moving visual stimulus over time. That's yep. what we're measuring. And I thought they would drop off quickly because mm -hmm. they're, like... Stoned. Stoned. I can't be fucked. Yep. Um, but who knows? So it's, it's yeah. See, that is so on brand to what my findings have been. <laughs> it's because so I started off with being like, okay, what key characteristics are they paying attention to in yep. the visual visual stimuli that we present to them? Characteristics being like what? Like legs, like position, legs, wing, okay, yeah. eyes, like what is it about the stimuli that they're paying attention yep. to? But now and so I was like, sweet, I'm gonna present these things to them and it's gonna be really obvious because they should be paying attention to these things. And mm -hmm. then all of a sudden, like yours, counterintuitive mm -hmm. results, completely flips it on its head, and nothing makes sense, and everything is different and doesn't meet our assumptions, which is crazy, but also exciting in itself. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. I know, it's Yay. so good. And I like I, I said in my confirmation today, I'm like, it's challenged how I think about, like, everything, mm -hmm. and, like, the way I make my, like, hypotheses, and, yeah. So, yeah. really exciting. That's very exciting. And then, what else have I done? I've now started testing with the pigeons. <gasps> the pigeons! They're so, they're really nice, like, they're really so, because they're all younger, um, so we, the way that psychology gets the pigeons is they're, like, homing pigeons mm -hmm. that are about to be sent to slaughter basically because they weren't good enough or something and so what the, so the uni really yeah, yeah. wait hang on do we still use homing pigeons ah uh, okay maybe it's not homing pigeons maybe like racing pigeons or like my question stands yeah. racing pigeons okay you yeah, know we've picked the wrong industry i know it's a full-on thing like Stop. pigeon races and stuff um, but anyway, so they're, they're, they're going to die and then uni picks them up. That's so cute. Which is so cool because A, um, they're already used to being handled and being in cages. So it's not like you just take them from, because there's like these wow. fucking pigeons everywhere. Let's just grab one off the Let's side of the building. <laughs> Can't do that. So they're used to being in like the housing unit sort of thing and they're used to being handled. Perfect. And then when... Um, as soon as I'm finished testing with them, they go live in this like community aviary, with, so and they're cute. all free to roam around and stuff. So my feels makes me feel so much better about testing on yep. 
animals that aren't just spiders because you feel terrible. You feel sitting, terrible. Like, I'm yeah. like, but their life isn't just in like yeah. They were gonna so die they, and then they yeah. and they are in like their little housing cages yeah. for like so the two months. So you basically testing, have the equivalent of like rehomed greyhounds. Yeah. But I pigeons. love that so much, but pigeons. On the same. I love that. And also, when we do our spider test, then we go and once we're done, we go and release them. That's mm-hmm. the beauty of using um, native native spiders. Yeah. And it makes you feel a lot better. Yeah. Because it's ironic because you get into, like, animal behavior because you love animals. And then all of a sudden, you're testing on animals. Yeah, and you're like, oh. And so you see, yeah. <laughs> but we do, <laughs> even with the spiders, like, so, peop- so many people, you know, arachnophobia like people mm. are terrified of spiders but we're sitting in the lab being like how can we make their lives better while yeah. they're here <laughs> oh that's so good it but is. um so yeah these pigeons are all young and they're really soft and they're just so funny like i don't know what oh, every single day because so i have to go on every single day weigh them feed them all that stuff yeah every single time i handle them they make these weird sounds and it cracks me up still oh my god and i've been doing it for like two weeks now i'll be laughing the whole time i don't know they just make these weird sounds and they don't bite me <laughs> the ones in my pilot studies that i did last year they would literally like grab my the back of my <laughs> hand skin and twist it and i'm like you fucking asshole like this sucks every time i was putting the harness on them they'd be like go for my pinky cheeky these ones are glorious they're so cute so cute and so we're testing if i'm basically replicating the experiments i do in jumping spiders Mm -hmm. so repetitive visual stimuli like they're basically just watching a thing go across the screen yeah they turn to look at it or the pigeons they turn their head and look up at it because the stimulus is above them and I just see how long they do that for under different conditions, basically. Cute. So I've, like, copied the paradigm from spiders to pigeons. I had to change stuff because they're a different animal. Nice. But we're replicating it, and we're going to test if I'm doing half of them. I'm doing, like, it when they're full and then when they're food-deprived. Yeah. And then seeing if there's actually a difference because oh, in this sort of experiment, like, because I'm not using reinforcement, which is most pigeon studies have... They have food throughout the test as right. like reinforcement. I don't have that. And so I'm like, there might not actually be a difference from when they're hungry and when they're full. Yeah. So testing that, testing like, yeah. So how stuff. long do you think you'll be testing for now? I've worked it out. Two months. Same. If everything goes to plan. Same. But then that's the pre, that's like the first experiment. And then I oh. want to do either caffeine or THC. I would love to do THC, but we'll see what ethics says. So ethics... Is there a high chance that they will approve it? Well, they give them meth. Okay. They've so, given them meth before. Okay. It's like ethics is fine as long as you can justify it scientifically as to why you need to do this. Yeah. How you, like, they ask why can't you use um, another sort of mock? Like, do you yeah. have to use a pigeon? Yeah. Um, why do you need to find out about THC? Blah, blah. So as long as you justify it yeah. and you're reducing... Yeah. You know, you use the minimum amount of pigeons that's still going to give you statistical power. Yeah. All that stuff. Cool. But I actually got thinking about ethics the other day. Because you know how we were in the SEAL tour? Um, yeah. In the South SEAL podcast. And we were talking about how they've now developed this high technology like SEAL Fitbits. Yeah. That's because Ooh. of ethics. Basically. Yeah, in the long true. Term. Because if there wasn't ethics involved, then scientists wouldn't need to try they and get into to, these yeah. better practices. If there so was no, Because it's so, I get, it's really easy to get 
really annoyed at ethics because they're like the red tape. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, I have to just do this huge application. Yeah. But it's really inconvenient. But in like the grand scheme of it's things, really important. it actually moves science forward because yep. you're like, what's the least invasive yeah, way you can do exactly. this? Exactly. Like, That's really cool. That is actually really cool. Yeah. It's a really good way to look at it because, yeah, you're so right. People are like, oh, God, it's just one more hoop I have to jump through and it takes forever. Mm-hmm. But it's a good thing. It is a good thing. It's a yeah. good thing. And it, like you said, it moves science along. And at the end of the day, less animals that suffer in the name of science the better unnecessarily suffering yeah how good i know that's so cool i am back testing after doing months of admin paperwork Mm -hmm. presentations writing so i'm so excited and i have my new testing box yeah so i am descending spiders i feel like it should play like james bond or like yeah (laughs) star wars yeah anything so i drop the spiders down on their little drag lines Mm -hmm. and so it's such fun methods and then i play them tv yeah so good so i'm so excited to get back in but same i'm like eight weeks yeah just full grind Uh uh-huh yeah and so have you um oh i forgot what i was gonna ask you're just you're just looking at how long they stare at a certain image for you've got a you've got a picture of like a crane fly versus a Dragonfly or something, yeah. yeah. Yep. And then you're seeing which one they stare at for the longest. Yeah, so which one they're visually fixate, so stare at for mm-hmm. the longest. And also I record the choices that m- they make, whether they jump at it or they oh, um, yeah. yeah, or they jump near it or they flee. Do they switch? Do they yep. look from yep. one to the other? Yeah, okay, they just cool. go back and forth yep. um, a lot. Yeah, it's real cute. That's so cute. Yep. And so the new boxes, um, so the original box was black and really dark. And so this one I mm. am... Um, it's white and then I'm also so before I had this 3D camera but this time round we really want to get better resolution so now I am recording on my phone on my iPhone and then mm-hmm. I'm project I'm displaying it on an iPad controlled yep. by my MacBook and I'm Jesus like Apple Christ. if you're listening I'm ready. Just to be clear, Apple doesn't currently sponsor this podcast <laughs> but but they could if they're listening. But if they're listening, yeah. We're ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I can't believe you're looking forward to testing because I'm on the other... True, you're like one and I done. just did like three months of THC testing straight into pigeon tests. I'm going to oh, do more true. pigeon tests. I'm so excited for the da- time where I'm just like writing up my writing, thesis yeah. in my pyjamas. Can't wait. Sort of thing. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. no, oh, we're on We're on two diff- very different journeys. So mm-hmm. I have two years left. Bonnie has one year left, mm-hmm. which is crazy madness. I'm so excited to be... Just in the stage of writing up, and then I'll get to the it's stage like, of yeah, writing up. Be like, fun. I really was testing. <laughs> we need to discuss the Huberman lab routine. Oh my god! And how we've been? Yes, doing it. I've I have been, comments. Um, I have been terrible at it this week, just because I have been like in full confirmation mode. Yeah. And also, Stefan's been having to go in really early, and all of a sudden, for ambulation in winter by yourself is not as appealing. Oh, that's so funny. See, I would never do it with Daniel. Even Crazy. if we're awake at the same I mean, we'll sometimes go to the park together, but I'm yeah. like, I like it to be me and Your Stewie own. time. Fair and he likes what to time are you shit. walking at? I wait till the sun's up a little bit. Okay, I'm going to ne- have to end up going. But anyways. We need to explain what it is. Yep. So we've ov- we've talked about Andrew Huberman before. Yep. He will start a cult and we will follow and it. And we will follow it. If we'll he started, there. I should say, if he started a cult, we would follow it. Because I don't think he's going <laughs> I to. I don't think he's going to, but he might. It's like every, yeah, anyway. Um, so he has a podcast episode where he goes through his daily routine and how he optimizes every single aspect of his life yep. for productivity. Like he lives to work. Yeah. Starts off, and all of this is like from 
so much research and data that he has consolidated into yep. his brilliant mind and put into a plan sort of thing. It's like it's based on like scientific data sort of thing and your body clock and hormones everything. And, and neurons and everything. Anyway, you get up and you write down the time of waking, mm -hmm. which is important for later. Then you need to do some forward ambulation, which is walking. Walking. With sunlight into your eyeballs. Directly, not through sunglasses, not through a window. Yeah, direct. directly. Yep. And then you, and then he comes back and drinks um, athletic greens, which mm -hmm. is like spirulina, chlorophyll, broccoli, or like 75 different yep. like Extracts ingredients. Yeah, yep. Swallow that back. And then you um, work. Yep, work, Mel. Yep, work for 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. And the reason you you work for 90 minutes because you do your best work um, two to four hours after your waking time because it has to do with something about your body temperature increasing. Yep. And it's like this peak performance sort yep. of time. And you have caffeine 1.5 to 2 hours after your wake up time because if you have it then you avoid the crash in the afternoon so it's yep. like a very stringent yep. paradigm yep. but Avril and I have just been following it like to, well we wrote it down so yep. we can follow it like to a T and then it's you so you have your work bout and then you go for a walk no then you exercise, exercise you yep. do like your workout and stuff then yep. and then you go for and then you eat food mm -hmm. so you fast until like 12 mm. then you go for a walk then you do a hypnosis sesh and then you Either do another workout or have a nap. Or have a nap. Yeah. And then it's, <laughs> yeah, turn the lights dim at night when you're ready to go to bed. And, yep. and, and, oh and my listen God. to go to bed when you are tired. Exactly. Yep. So it's so great. And yep. we've got this like list, list Bible sort of thing. And I've been following it to a T. Well done. But it means I've been wearing my pajamas down to the park. Oh, shamelessly incredible i'll be wearing and they're like disgusting like i'm it's so into that pink polar bears like yep. they're not maybe not pajamas they're aggressively pajamas yeah and then i wear my docks with my pajamas tucked into my socks that are that go like up to my calves Amazing. because i don't want to get like frosty Amazing. wet grass yeah no disgusting on my pajama legs and i've just been like i live in wolston yeah I can say that because I live there, so it doesn't matter. And B, my park is three houses down, and I live down a quiet street. You're like, that's, yeah. But if I go at a certain time, there's people that are, like, walking to work, and Linwood High School oh, kids walking through the park. I'm God. just like... This is me. I'm like, I don't want to get up, get changed no. in park clothes, sit down at my office, get changed into workout clothes, nah. and then get changed for nah. the day. Not a I'm chance. like, pajamas, work out of my pajamas, slowly just strip off, Yep. and then get changed Incredible. into my normal things. Yep. Yeah. When you have to leave the house, I'm like, I am not trying to, like, get dressed in real clothes unless absolutely necessary. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. A lot of people can't, they feel like get, putting on real clothes is an important part for, like, productivity and, like, gets them into a mindset. Not me. No, I would like I to... I have be... to be comfy. Same. Otherwise, I get distracted. Otherwise, I get distracted because yep. I'm just, like, ugh, uncomfortable. Like, I wore a blazer this week and I was like... Why? What is happening. Is that one of your professional things? Yep. Okay. And I was like, ugh, this, I'm like, it's tight. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, no. Nah. nah. Yeah. Even wearing a shirt out to dinner last night for, we were there, we were out of the house maybe two hours. It's, I was like, oh, it's itchy and it's uncomfortable awful. and I don't want and it. And it's all it, I can think about. Yeah, same. I think I just overactive sensory systems. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's and, just too much. I know. I've always been like, even like tags on clothes yep. and stuff. Everything. I'm like, straight away. I like, I don't understand how people, like, I'm a big person on texture things and mm-hmm. I will just sit there and think about it. Oh, yeah. I'm like, if I'm wearing jeans the entire day in my head, I'm just like, this jeans, is the worst jeans, fucking jeans, day of my jeans. life. Yeah. Do you know what's funny? Because Daniel what? doesn't understand. Because I have, so Avril and I have the same weird textural things, but yep. about different, different things. things. So, like, I cannot touch bare leather with my skin or pleather or yep. even like a desk, a smooth desk. Yeah. I can't stand Not it. Interested. And you're like corduroy. Corduroy, textures. I would rather chop my hands off. I think we've actually mentioned this on the podcast Probably, before. but it's necessary to mention it more. Yeah. And so, <laughs> anyway, and so Daniel doesn't understand because he's like, who cares? Like, his grounding pillow is like pleather. Oh. and he sleeps with his bare face on it I'm like put a fucking and like Pillow I don't case. even want it uh, near me no I'm like I don't even want like even me taking it off the bed to change the sheets I'm like Gross. oh get it off get yep. it off and he no, sleeps on absolutely. it all night he doesn't understand but his thing is static so if his clothes are staticky, ah. he's like, I can't, I can't, I have to get them off. That's interesting. I have to change. And I was like, I don't care about static No, me at either. All. That's crazy. So that's what people must, like, that's just the other side of the coin. And that's what people are probably like, why Who do they cares? fucking care about yeah. putting their feet on corduroy It's so funny, thing? just like all the, like little things. That you would never know. That you would never notice. Pet, pet yep. hate of someone's. I know. And that's why, like, yeah, like, if I... I don't know if you've ever noticed, but, like, getting into the Tesla or something, I'll always have to wear pants or I'll put something (laughs) in between or something. You're, like, too much. Yeah, it's just this... I don't know what it is. It's, like... Crazy. Icky. Icky. Yeah. Sticky, icky. Sticky, icky. It's, like, that cold. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine being that way. But I'm just, like, for me, I think... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's textured. Like, velvet and stuff, that's Mm. fine. That's nice. So soft. I'm surprised you you don't have a weird thing with, with leather. Same. And I'm surprised you guys have a leather lounge suite because yep. leather is hot when it's hot and sticky yeah. and it's freezing when it's cold. I'm like, who Yeah, wants I just that? really like the colour of it, but we always oh, have blankets as the thing for the dog, that's the so thing it doesn't is matter. Yours is covered in blankets. But yeah. when people are like, oh, I got this fine leather couch, I'm like, no one wants to relax no on a leather wants couch. To, no, I completely agree. Yeah. And it, like, it definitely is just like in that space. I just love them in that space. But we always have blankets down, so I'm never directly sitting on that. Yeah, never. Which seems pointless. And it's also like a nice... Yours that is a softer. Yeah, but it's a soft like, I'm leather. thinking of like that hard, Ugh, thick black nah, leather. Gross. People are like, oh, great! Like they talk about leather as a bragging point. I'm like, that is the no. shittiest material <laughs> in terms of comfort. We are not going to get sponsored by a leather company. No, we won't, and I don't want to. <laughs> Neither do but I. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> I'm like, polyester is above leather. <laughs> Full stop. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye now. <laughs> I'm so glad you came to our TED Talk on fabrics. Man. <laughs> we have so many opinions on so Such many things. strong opinions. Such strong opinions. No one will ever accuse us of not having strong opinions. No. No, nah, it'll and be like, the last thing. And feel free thing. to disagree yep. and tell me Absolutely. Your the one good thing I've heard is people say, oh, leather's really good because it's easy to clean. I'm like, good argument yep, for, good but argument. also, who the fuck wipes down their couch? Me. Oh my I'm god! So do you sorry. wipe down your couch? That's I have like hilarious. a, I have a cleaner and like I have like a cleaner and then I have like a treatment thing. But I do it like maybe like once every few months. Oh yeah, and you have like te- like eight animals. Exactly. There. So I like get all the wee scuffs and things. But I'm not True. like, it's not like a yeah. And because I thought the same thing when we got them, they were like, oh, and here's the treatment pack. I'm like, fuck off. Who's doing that? Who's it? doing that? And then here I am. You're like- <laughs> Yeah. Like, I literally did it yesterday. True. I To be so fair, dumb. though, like, our, we don't have a couch at the moment. We've got this duck queen bed in the lounge. <laughs> what are you going to do? We need to just come, we need to find a good lounge suite. 
true. Um, but it's added to the, we've got a million things million to do because we've just moved in, not just. Yeah. It's a new house, and so yeah. we're like, we have so many things we want to do. So it's basically a queen bed. <laughs> it's not a bed. It's like a it's couch, like a couch. from Ikea. It's yep. got backs, whatever, anyway. It can, tra- it can change into a bed if absolutely if necessary. necessary. But yep. not this one because I've put my queen mattress on it. Yeah. But um, I will quite often regularly, like, shake that out put all the pillows and everything outside to, like, the sun will disinfect oh, them. So I'm like, that's perfect. equivalent to wiping down Yeah, no, that counts. Okay, that counts so for not, sure. I'm not, like, above anyone in that. No. Yeah. It's so funny. So maybe people do wipe down couches. You're But welcome. you can't snuggle and relax anyway. No, but also at the same time, I think if that was our, those were our only couches, we wouldn't. Like, we have our, like, snuggly couch in the other mm-hmm. room. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, that's fabric because... You want to yeah. just lie down and Yeah, not... we're... Touch yeah. your elbow on a cold yeah. piece of leather. That's like our sitting morning debriefs. Yeah. Like, it's so... <laughs> oh, my no. God. Do you know what's so funny? Oh, my God. I've just realised Amina has all her furniture is leather. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I can't wait for the post-podcast text to come through. Leather is a great... Leather is a... Yeah, okay, if anyone's going to argue a strong case, Oh, it's, it's going to be coming in, and that's where we learned it from. Yeah. Shamelessly, just... I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to fight on this one. I feel that's like so I'm Switzerland funny. on this one. I can, like, be part of both sides. Yeah. Really? I'm... Oh, oh, but she has those incredible chairs that Andy made. They are incredible. They are incredible. Mike Stefan only made a coffee table. Pathetic. Pathetic. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, and the first time I saw that coffee table, he's like, yeah, it weighs 75 kgs. I was like, no, it doesn't. Because in my mind, you know how you just perceive something differently? I was like, it's not that heavy. No, because it looks real. It looks looks like it's made of like those wood light sticks. And then I made him (laughs) pick it up and then I held a bit of it so I could... It could be proven to me that it was indeed a heavy table. <laughs> Fuck. Can you I stop need... inviting this friend over? Like <laughs> Everything's a challenge. Well, I think that probably brings us to the end of this episode. Nice. I feel like we've given a good um, update on our lives as they are. Um, it's really fun doing these ones as well as um, sciencey ones, so... No prep. No, nope. we just sit and talk. I know, which is you know probably cheating for you, the listener. But hey, no, I think it's like I enjoy podcasts where people yep. are just like I'm just talking about what I did. Yep. Okay. Well, there you go. We'll we'll put this in the hands of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um. Thanks, guys, for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. And good night. <laughs> and thanks. <laughs> <laughs> This is a journey into science. Science. What is it all about?